time. As mentioned, I want to get to this study looking at uh, business investment in Canada, where Canada is maybe falling behind further the United States and why that might be. Joining us uh, on the line is Tegan Hill, Senior Economist at the Fraser Institute, FraserInstitute.org. Tegan, good to have you with us here. Welcome to the program. Thank you for having me. Uh, so we'll be talking about business investment and, and trying to compare Canada and the U.S. So this study looks at, uh, at it at a, on a per-worker basis. Does that give us more of an apples-to-apples apples comparison that way, then? Absolutely, it does. We also adjust for inflation and make sure that everything is consistent in Canadian dollars. Um, and when we do that, we find that Canada went from investing approximately $0.79 cents per worker for every dollar invested in the U.S. in 2014 to $0.55. Cents. Uh, in 2021. So a big, big gap um, has widened here. And what are we including in that measurement? What do we mean by business investment? So we're looking at private sector business investment. We're not including government spending. That's something different. We're looking at spending on equipment, machinery, technologies, intellectual capital, um, and those things that really drive improved productivity. We also exclude residential home building because, again, we want to focus on on those components that are really um, propelling our, our standard of living. We know that when Canadians are made more productive with these type of investments, that that means firms have higher profits and they can pay Canadians higher wages. So it's a really important measure. Right. And yeah, I mean, this matters, as you mentioned, higher incomes, uh, higher standards of living, economic growth, economic prosperity. These are all things that we, we strive for. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And if we take a, a look at the numbers, it's actually declined in Canada. So from 2014 to 2021, that's the latest year of available data that we have. Business investment in Canada, again, inflation adjusted, fell from about $18,400 per worker to $14,000. $700 per worker. And again, while it fell in Canada, it increased in the U.S. So that's why we're seeing that, that big gap forming. So where did that departure, be, or when did that departure begin? Was, you know, so it's about going back almost a decade, I guess, we started to see things go in different directions. Yeah, so there's always been, a, we looked back to till 2002, there's always been some gap with Canada and the U.S. The U.S. exceeded our business investment per worker in each year. But that gap really jumped in 2014. And, of course, the oil price collapse uh, at that time contributed to the decline. But regulatory constraints, policy uncertainty, a generally unfavorable business environment um, for energy development has seriously hurt business investment since then. Um, at the same time, it is a bigger problem than just the energy industry. We've had an unfavorable tax and regulatory environment that's really hurt business investment across Canada. Uh, in a different report, actually, it was found that nearly half of Canadians main, uh, Canada's main industry saw a decline in investment from 2014 to 2019, so pre-pandemic. Um, so it is, it's a big issue, and it's a um, wide-spanning issue. So why might that be? What kind of factors impact or even may potentially discourage business investment? Well, we lost our, our competitiveness on business income taxes. We have things like the carbon tax, fuel taxes, clean fuel regulations. I mean, the list goes on C69, C48, a ban on single-use plastics. Um, again, these impact all businesses, not just oil and gas. Um, I mean, higher energy prices, that's just one example of how these things impact everyone. And I think also when we have these slew of new regulations or, or different taxes coming in, it signals to investors to be weary of even more regulation and higher taxes in the future. So when they're making a decision on where they want to invest, 
um, the U.S. is just looking more attractive for capital and labor. We look at the, the provinces. It's interesting going back to 2014, as the study points out, uh, that we had some pretty strong jurisdictions uh, like Alberta, Saskatchewan, Newfoundland, and Labrador. But that's changed. Uh, those those advantages that existed seem to have kind of vanished here. They've changed, and they've changed significantly. So Alberta had more than double U.S. business investment per worker in 2014. And now we're behind. So we fell by more than half. Um, from 2014 to 2021, and now we're behind the U.S. Actually, every province in Canada is now behind the U.S., and significantly so. And as you as you mentioned, that wasn't the case in 2014. We had Alberta, Newfoundland, Saskatchewan, and there were more than double, uh, or I should say around double, depending on the, the province. But um, it's been a huge, huge change in fortune since 2014. Now, 2014 coincides with the, you know, the crash in oil prices. And I mean, the U.S. felt some of that, too, but that would have had a big impact on, on those three provinces. How significant was that as a factor when it came to, you know, the impact on business investment? We weren't able to do a close analysis of what the impacts were for this um, fall in business investment. But I think undoubtedly, um, there's been there's been a big impact because of the energy sector. Again, not just because of oil and gas, although we do have a, a bigger share of that in our economy. Um, the U.S. was able to recover in a way that Canada was not. We had higher oil prices since then. We have still not recovered our business investment. Right. And I think that's what speaks to there's something bigger going on in the landscape of, of the, the general um, change in taxes and the regulatory burden that is leading businesses to to think about other opportunities outside of these provinces. Well, yeah, that's the thing. I mean, you know, it might have been a factor at the time in the drop, but it's certainly, you know, well in the rearview mirror. And here we are almost a decade later. Things really still haven't recovered. So, the, you know, the conversation then shifts to what do we need to do? How, how do we reverse this trend? I And I think it's it's a challenging question, but at the same time, it's reversing a lot of that, that damage. So, so reducing that regulatory burden, getting more competitive taxes, getting some of our tax advantage back. You know, provinces have, have tried to do that in their own way. We saw Alberta, you know, reduce their corporate income tax after the, the increases by the NDP. But I think that we need to signal um, as a country and, and at the federal level as well that we're ready to do business. And uh, with the number of regulations that are coming in uh, and, the, and the new taxes and things like that, it's it's that's not the the signal that we're giving out at this point do we need to reclaim a tax advantage you you alluded to that uh canada did for a time have a, an advantage on, on corporate taxes that that's no longer the case is that something that should be on the table i think that it should be um of course biden did raise taxes um down sales but we're still now we don't have the tax advantage that we used to have um, and that's an incredibly compelling advantage for firms when they're looking at where they want to locate. Uh, so that's just one of the, the big ones. But certainly, I think that's something that should be on the table. Much more at FraserInstitute.org. Uh, Tegan, appreciate uh, your time here this morning. Thanks so much for joining us.